What is going on? Dude, not much, man. Where's uh who who's on tonight? Um, so it's gonna be me and Dave. Bet. Stroop ain't in. No, Stroop's they've had a busy weekend, so he's um spending some time with his sweetie. Okay. Well. But dude, I'm looking been looking forward to this, man. I love getting together with the boys and just rapping and talking about what we've been thinking, dude. I love it. Yes, yeah. sir. Hey Dave. What's going on, big man. Silver Wolf, what's up? Loving life, well, making it happen. Well, <clears throat> well, good evening. Welcome to the Half the Experience Podcast Show. We've got uh, Big Wolf Silver, uh, Alpha, uh, Moron Alpha, and then uh, your main host, Alpha, here. All present. Um, of course, we've got our main sponsorships, Buns and Others, with the win for this uh, year. <laughs> we've got Mountain Meat, and we've, of course, got yeah. some other sponsors to come. We're also all part of the uh, Flat Earth Committee, um, so that gets that out of the way. Jesus. What's going on today in your lives, man? Well, uh, I'll, I'll start off with the uh, the good news is uh, I haven't given up on life completely, even though I threw a plus 38 in disc golf today. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, dude. It means I suck miserably. <laughs> Didn't quite hit par. Yeah, it, it did not hit par, but maybe twice out of 18 holes, so. But it was a good time. Had had my son with me, so we we had a good time, anyways. You know, I played uh, I played disc golf after, um, I so I started playing golf in Pensacola a little bit with uh, Stroopy. He's a you know phenomenal golfer and got me into it, loved it. And then I went to play disc golf and always gets made fun of, so I wasn't expecting to really enjoy it. Turns out it's a lot of fun. Oh yeah, it's absolutely fun. Yeah. For sure, hundred percent. I mean, it's the the main thing is it's free. Like, I mean, you might as buying discs, but uh, you don't have to pay to play, which is what I love about it. Yeah, it's literally it's it's the easiest thing. It's a lot of fun too. Get the boys together, go out and play some disc golf. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it would definitely be something. Uh, that would be a good time. Let's just get a bunch of boys, get your favorite drinks and cigars, and just see oh. how good you can do. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. <laughs> There could be one tree in the middle of a giant meadow, and I guarantee you I will hit it. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, I played yesterday as well, and it was, it was a better day, but it was not – this weekend was just not my best. But there was a tree – I'm not even kidding. It was one and a half to two inches away from the length of my arm extended. And all I had to do was release <laughs> it. I smacked into the tree with my disc and landed two feet from where I was standing. So, <laughs> yeah, it's it's a good way to test your patience uh, to really build uh, character and discipline in that department. So, Dave, I guess how you we, been, man? Jonathan, I'm talking. Hush. Dave, yeah, yeah sorry, sorry, I'll shut my mouth when I speak. <laughs> Did Dave hear my question? Oh, is that back to me, guys? Uh, not, not much uh, too exciting <laughs> here, man. I, uh, <laughs> run, run, running through some uh, some legal stuff this week. It was a pain in the behind, and uh, I got to say, lawyers around the world, and it's uh, absolutely. But we're uh, trying to push over that. It's another one of these one of these judges' decisions. It's like 
well, that decision is going to cost me an extra $30,000 in legal fees. So I got that going for me, which is nice. That's amazing. Yeah. One decision. It's a bad one. Got to go appeal it. How's, uh, how's the house coming? Um, building away. Man, uh, I'm going to get a good certificate of occupancy, hopefully in six months. And that point, just uh, be a new party pad for the boys. Dude, I can't wait to come check it out. I haven't been down there. There's been construction on the bridge, so driving down over your side is a pain in the butt right now. That's horrible. Uh, yeah. Anyways. All right, Jonathan, your turn. I know you're itching to talk over there. How was your week, man? <laughs> Imagine if I just took it's the offended approach and to say a word. <laughs> Goes a whole podcast, says nothing. <laughs> uh, yeah, my week was pretty pretty decent i guess i mean i had to work uh overtime you know three days in a row and i'm salary so it's not like i'm getting paid for that hours uh oh, geez. it's not not now um it'll pay off in the long run uh but yeah it was uh it was a needed overtime uh trying to push these guys we did a two-week production push about uh two and a half three weeks ago now uh, and now it's just getting them into the mindset of understanding like we didn't push for those two weeks uh to get ahead to just kind of like fall right back into the swing of being behind. Yeah. Uh, so I've got to put in the time. Uh, so, I mean, it's, it's part of, you know, production management and just dealing with people. So um, I'll probably be doing that the rest of March. And then from there, I'll be talking with the boss to negotiate different things and uh, keep us ahead of the, uh, you know, the falling behind curve. And it's been spending a lot of time dealing with the, uh, customer relations just building that relationship up with them that they can trust me um so That's again it's on their part <laughs> yeah honestly <laughs> <laughs> but uh but no it's good i mean it's it's gonna like i said it's gonna pay off in the long run oh um, dude totally forgot yeah no I'm done. one listener um <laughs> oh true yeah 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 get him a sponsorship out. coming your way Honestly, uh, the only reason I still look forward to doing this podcast, to be honest with you, is my one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, boys, no lack of topics. Um, the big one we can address and talk about, get opinions and what you guys think. What the frick is going on with Ukraine right now? Wow. Well, one of the main things is obviously they're trying to, you know, leak the information about the flat earth. <laughs> Russia's like, we can't let them speak this out. Bomb them. Dude, I had no idea how you would tie that into the flat earth, but that was. Do you guys remember uh, that movie like Red Dawn? Yeah. Red Dawn, yeah, yeah. 1985. Uh, Patrick they made a remake of it, too. Yeah. Yep, yep. And it was just, just looking at that, like, you know, Russians parachuting in your backyard and uh, the Cubans coming over and. We had goals. I mean, now we have Russia and China, I guess, but this could be an interesting one. You know what worries me is a lot of things. Go ahead. Go hey, hush now, man. I'm talking. (laughs) Sorry Um, about me. I'm shut my mouth. What worries me is I think this whole thing, like the truth is going to come out that it is a flat earth. Can you imagine? (laughs) 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 It worries. What worries me is that I feel like this is a what's what's it called the degrading of like global politics that could end up in a world war three. And I feel like world war three ends in nukes, right? Am I wrong? 
Um, I don't know. I haven't seen the end of World War Three yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody would have to be brave enough to slap the button. I mean, uh, the, the likely the Ukraines, although they can put up a fight, they're going to at some point have to salute a Russian flag unless the whole world goes against them. Now, you won't have China going against them, and they're a voting member of the U.N., so they're going to dig on him. And Germany gets, uh, I think, 80% or something of their fuel from there. We get 20% of our fuel from Russia. So let's just say that Russia keeps their fuel and just sends it to China. They're the only people that talk to them. Even if that happened, that no one wants to buy cheap fuel, and we buy it from just uh, you know the, the Arab Emirates because we shut our oil production off in the U.S., we're into a huge situation of everybody fighting for what little oil is out there. Because uh, we'd be we, Germany, all the UK would be, and US would be fighting for the same small thing but, that we're already undersupplied on. But aren't there oil reserves that we could tap if that became an issue? Uh, for two weeks, yeah. The US oil reserves are, uh, you can, if you Google it, you might see that we got enough oil the last two weeks or something like that. It's what about, nothing... what about if, like, you know how you said, uh, dumb dumb Biden shut down the oil production stateside? Anwar. Can it, Anwar, yeah. Can that be opened back up to, to, get a lot more oil is that the oil reserves you're talking about that would only last uh, nope our oil reserves are actually strategic oil reserves are actually great big tanks above ground storing fuel it's a it's a it's a last in first out uh, just a big tank where you put it one and it keeps moving through the system then they actually suck it back out and use it so it's fresh fuel coming in but the strategic oil reserves are just used to open the gates to lower the price of oil for an occasional blip in the radar like this might be one if it was just a two-week thing but uh, to the lag index, if you were to go and start drilling again and pumping it to the refineries and open up Anwar, you could be looking at a two-year lag index on this, even if we wanted to tap the U.S. oil. And trust me, that administration is not going to go over there and, you know, upset some crawfish, you know? Yeah. Interesting. I'll tell you what, dude. The internet is undefeated when it comes to humor about this. I was, I've been seeing memes, dude. Like when Germany got their hundred million dollar, hundred billion dollar budget, and it's like that scene when Tony Stark's clapping in his suit. He's like, "It is good to be back, like back on top." Nice, oh, dude. It's one of it's one of the good things, though, is at least Ukraine all got vaccinated in time. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> at least that's what Biden would have told him, dude. They were talking about he, like when he gave that address. First of all, he's reading off a prompter for sure. It's probably like extra large, like text, like grandpa style. It's definitely slow moving, and he still can't even do it. Like, and then he's talking about sitting down and meeting with world leaders. There's no way they let him talk with anybody. There's no way. What when I was crazy is so. This was back, obviously, there's been a lot of time that's changed. Uh, the only reason I, I remember this is because it's in the 1990-91 recap encyclopedia book. And the, this is the breakdown of who owns or where the majority of fuel for the entire globe comes from. Uh, you got the Persian Gulf Nation, which is made up of Saudi Arabia, Iraq, Iran, United Arab uh, Kuwait and I don't know how to pronounce that last one quarter and then you have Harder. the US oh yeah okay so then you have 
1% of it comes from the USSR. 102 comes from other, which they don't list. And then uh, 7.3 comes from the USA. And then you've got like 0 0.1, 0 0.9, 0 0.2, 2.2, 1 1.6 from like Canada, Canada, Indonesia, Libya, you know, a bunch of other like worthless countries that don't matter, but um, just kind of interesting. I wonder how much of that's actually changed in the last, you know, 30 years, probably not a whole lot. I think Canada went, to went into production. Uh, they? Qatar and the Qatar and all the all the Emirates they they bonded together, you know, to to team up with was it the OPEC team or whatever to set price theory, you know, to mm -hmm. let the market dictate itself. They they dictate the market. Yeah. So that's a you know kind of a new new addition. Mm. Well, since we're on the topic, you know. If you had a you know a way to do this, what would be your your strategy to take over the entire globe? Ooh, Dave, you go first because I'm probably gonna steal all my ideas from you. Well, how uh, <laughs> would do it? Well, first off, I think you'd have to come up with some b big effing weapon. <laughs> I don't know how the hell you strategically get enough men. You know, you're getting into like Alexander the Great stuff enough men and a ground force to go in and not just take the country, but occupy it and have them believe in your dogma. I mean, Hitler was a good example. He used uh, the fact that the Weimar Republic, Germany won World War One when they got their butts kicked back into the hole. Uh, they started World War One and, and uh, tried to expand their boundaries. And when, it, when they fell back into their shell, they, the sanctions put upon them were so harsh that it caused World War II because they went out and said, hey, people, you sick of all this stuff? Yeah. So they had a common enemy, and that is the rest of the world was taxing them for their screw-ups in World War One, hence World War II. And World War II, so you have to, but, but they, he, he actually got the mentality of a country behind him based on a theory. So you'd have to have a common boogeyman out there to hate. So you have to think about what that would be. Hate the internet, maybe. Hate these, you know, these round earth people or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you can do that. <laughs> Dave's it off, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and then you'd have to, for the countries that didn't that didn't agree in that, you'd have to then create the big effing gun. And that, and that would then, you'd have to just, if they, you can't get them with the, uh, get them with love and to team up with you, you gotta, you gotta shoot them into the ground. What do you think? Um, dude, I think I you're think... On some... go ahead, Jonathan. I'll, I'll allow you. To go. Oh, yeah. Uh, let me shut my mouth on the top. Yep. Go No, go ahead, man. It's okay for real. It's okay. Can you imagine? Are you talking? <laughs> I was gonna see how long I can hold it. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking the whole time with my mouth closed. <laughs> I think I think this would be the approach. I'd take a little bit of a longer approach. Um, first, what I would do is I would send a bunch of people over as if they were fleeing a country for their freedom. Uh, once they get the new land, take over that new land by force if necessary. From there, I'd slowly start to in you know interweave a lot of brainwashing tactics into the country with underground tunnels and a lot of like secretive, you know, clubs and memberships 
Um, and then later, I would come up with this like perfectly planned document that would like state how the country would run for the remainder of its life. I'm um, gonna have a lot of people come in an agreement to sign that. Then from there, I would take over the school systems and slowly start to, you know, teach the children, changing it a little bit over time so it's subtle and not very noticeable. Once I would get to that level, I would probably learn to manipulate um, certain bio uh, biology and bio weapons of one nature, and from there, create a virus that would ultimately impact the globe. Um, and then I would already have the solution uh, within a vial that would slowly be injected into all the people. Um, and at the same time to this period of time that I would be working on this plan, I would slowly start to teach people like amazing things that get people to really start to dream big, like going to the moon, going out of space. Um, and then once you are have you just, that. Are you, just, are, you just, <laughs> are you just saying what you think is going on right now in the world? <laughs> and then from there i would use like such a, some sort of platform i don't know what it would look like but a way that every tv and source of video can watch the same announcements but in every language um i don't know maybe call it media or news or something like that um <laughs> and then once everybody's running around fearful for their lives because they just made it through a pandemic i would you know, maybe start a small war. <laughs> Dude, I got one for you, right? right I can't wait. <laughs> nice. I like how I perfectly planned all that. It's you you forgot the whole to, you forgot to take over the Supreme Court. You have to yeah, uh, the yeah. Supreme Court with, uh, with, with uh, you know, Woodrow Wilson's uh, style uh, uh, dogma. But all right, you, you're pretty damn good though. I'm going. Yeah. I'm, I'm going, dude. My plan's simple, right? I figure out right, how to listen. knock out. I figure out how to knock out the power grid on every other country besides mine. Somehow to keep mine going, and then attack, bro. Straight attack. Yeah, it sounds workable. Yeah, you know, I don't think power grid quite gets it. I think there'd be uh, auxiliary power that would be tough to tough to get that knocked out. Like, a, like, like, EM, like an, an EMT. EM, EMT. Yeah, yeah, EMT bomb would have to be in play. That yeah, that's what I'm thing. saying. Like, hit hit the world with an EMT bomb, figure out how to keep my country's power running. But I guess it's all codependent, but somehow figure that out. And then... Now, did you say um, EMT or EMP? EMP. Okay, just making sure. Yeah. It's not like this is recorded and we'll be able to hear it tomorrow, but just checking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So I think I think uh, ultimately um, that the big what, what are we calling it the uh, BM no, it would be the BFW um, the big freaking weapon yeah which I love I think that's I think that's a good one I think it needs to be heavily guarded like people like me and Lily would watch that over that button they're <laughs> <laughs> just like this button in a room it's you and me like bro if i was in, if i was in a nuclear submarine i would push that button immediately just because i couldn't oh. not pushing it yeah honestly i mean you can't put me in a room with this you know bfw button and like tell me just my job is to watch over and make sure nobody hits it until the appropriate time <laughs> push, protects it from everybody but yourself yeah <laughs> i'm over there just pushing it nothing's happening <laughs> I, I come out of my bunker one day and the world's just up in smoke. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Wait, it's real. You got to admit that Moab is the best name ever for for a weapon. Moab. What was Moab that from? That, that was a something was called Moab in a movie or something, right? In the well, scriptures. Bunker it was, it was a bu- bunker buster they dropped over on Saddam, I believe, back in the day. That's right. That's right. Or somebody. It was a. It, 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 there was at least one or so re- released there in not so distant past. <laughs> I'm still see. I'm still seeing Jonathan furiously pressing the button <laughs> in the room. Nothing's happening. Jonathan's bunker in the world. I can't figure this out. <laughs> what is it doing? <laughs> It over and over and over. There's just <laughs> missile after missile dropping. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, John, did you see? Did you see that? Uh, um, that Elon Musk, when I think it was Ukraine, tweeted at him. They were like, and I don't have. Well, you know what? Let me find the tweet so I'm not just speaking out of my butt. Yeah, they they, they tweeted. Uh, we could use that. Uh, that 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 service that. Uh, Whatever, 5G or whatever he's got humping over there on satellite bandwidth, and he uh, he hooked him up with it. He, they said, oh, where is it? I haven't found it. Hang on. Yeah, I think I think they said something like, um, "Hey, Elon, instead of like trying to put another like human civilization on Mars, how about you use a little bit of your resources to help us here in Ukraine? Something something along that line." And he was like, he sent a tweet. He was like, on my way. <laughs> like, activated. And like, he made Starlink available or whatever. But uh, I just imagine he's in his, like, he's in his Rolls Royce. Someone's driving. He's pumping EDM music, right? <laughs> and he sees a tweet on his phone that's like, Ukraine needs help. And he's just immediately now. <laughs> On my way. <laughs> He's in his Tesla jet. <laughs> yeah, bro. He's like feeling like feeling like like uh like the king of the world, just about to solve the world's problems. Did you, did you guys see we we sent a message out there to evacuate uh, U.S. citizens of Russia? Really? Mm, think so. Yeah that that's that's like an hour ago, maybe a couple three four hours ago, but. Yeah, yeah. If you're an American uh, passport holder, uh, you you're not to be in Russia right now. Interesting. You know what's you know what's crazy is um, I was thinking or not what's crazy. What I'm like worried about is people being like you remember when remember when, in World War Two and people really mean to you know anybody anybody from um, any Asian person like in the states. Like I wonder because there's a lot of Russian businesses, uh, people. Um, you know, students, whatever, here in the states, that mm-hmm. we're just going to start being like extremely like hateful towards them. Um, I think that I'd be worried about that if I was, if I was, you know, a Russian living in the states, even if I was born and raised here. You know. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it certainly is a, a concentration camps. Uh, I guess they proved that it, they were very, very uh, poorly thought out. I think after they did the entire concentration camp with, uh, remember Sulu from Star Trek, George Decay? He was yeah. one of the guys in the concentration camp. Um, after all that, they actually tried like one guy out of all, I don't know, three to 5,000 or whatever they put in there, the Japanese Americans. And of those, the one they tried, he was uh, like exonerated or something. <laughs> <Pretty> <laughs> exonerated. So like, whoopsie. 
the thing that gets me the like I just never can figure out like I mean, maybe it's just I'm not as smart as everyone else, but like what are they concentrating on the whole time they're there? <laughs> How they're walking on a flat surface. Uh that see that makes sense. <laughs> I never thought about that. <laughs> oh gosh. Here's a, here's one way too, by the way, that we can actually one hundred percent put to rest this whole global idea that it doesn't exist. If we yeah. can just convince everybody in the world just for a moment of time to walk in the same direction, like pick east, and we all start walking east, if it was a globe with the amount of people walking the same direction, the earth would start to spin the direction it started to walk. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> can you imagine? Yeah. I put the joke to rest last week. We didn't have but like maybe a half a snicker at the joke. So I have to I have to pick up. I've got to put in double time. <laughs> yeah, we need to we need we need a lot more of those this this week. Yeah. We actually, so we actually keep up a, calcul- the theme. a calculation for that. That'd be an interesting calculation to see. If everybody on earth picked the number of million, you know, a billion people, all went east and took one step at the same second. Um what force would that act upon a globe with a spinning mass? Be yeah. an interesting calculation. Yeah. And the other thing would be figure out what direction we are technically spinning, which I know we know that part already. Oh, I mean, I, the global earthers think that they know that part. Of course, I'm a flat earther. <laughs> they don't spin. Um, but what, you know, doing the opposite step, would it have an effect? Or how many people would it take to have? Bro, I don't think it'd have an effect at all. What if it worked, dude, and, like, everyone else just had inertia and just went flying to the ground? <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, the greatest, like, dance-off. We all stomped the ground at the same time, and it works. That would cause an earthquake, though, wouldn't it, if everyone – because there was a giant concert where people were, like, jumping up and down at the same time, and it caused, like, a little earthquake in that region. It was in Europe at some point. Hmm. So I, I've it, never heard of that one before. <laughs> that's a new one for me. That must have been, like uh, – a fat EDM concert or something. Oh, dude, it was, it was massive. It, was, um, it literally, like, the, the DJ had the crowd, like, synchronized, jumping, like, right and left or whatever it is. And it caused, like, tremors with so many people were jumping. It was ridiculous. All right, just saying, I'm pulling this up on Google because I have to know if this is another one of Lily's lies or some sort of no, trick. Oh, this is true, dude. <laughs> I'm telling you. And why oh, did you guys see the video of um, – of, the like there's like 13 russian russian or sorry ukrainian soldiers on a little island off the coast or in a lake or wherever the frick it was and it was called snake island and like a couple of them were live streaming during this and a russian warship was right off the island and the russian warship contacts these soldiers and he's like hey surrender now and the guy the guy like on the other end the ukrainian he goes should we tell them to go fuck themselves just in case and they're like yeah yeah go ahead say it he goes hey russian warship go fuck yourself and they immediately just bombed the snot out of these 13 dudes and killed everybody. And the moral of the story is that they're heroes and brave. But I wonder if they knew that's what like, what was going to happen. Jeez. Yeah, maybe. So this is what I'm getting. I've got a bunch of articles. I'm not clicking on any of them right now. But jumping soccer fans created a small earthquake in Mexico. No World Cup fans didn't trigger a small earthquake in Mexico. Here's why. Could a burning man cause a small earthquake? I don't know why that's <laughs> yeah. Mexico World Cup fans jump with joy, cause a smir- small earthquake. Can sports fans trigger small earthquake? 
World Cup fans in Mexico City celebrating a golf, a, a, no, a goal set off a small earthquake. It only takes seventy thousand uh, dancers at a Burning Man, at a Burning Man to make an earthquake. That's an interesting one. Burning Man made earthquake. I don't know what this Burning Man thing is now. Now I'm curious. Dude, I kind of want to go. I just googled jumping people to EDM concert create earthquake, and one of the search results was: Is it possible to enjoy EDM concerts without doing drugs? <laughs> <laughs> Answers absolutely. The underneath goes yeah, in short that. no. <laughs> <laughs> it's physically impossible, dude. Oh goodness! <laughs> I want to know what this Burning Man thing is, dude. You've never heard of Burning Man? It's a giant festival in the desert. It's a what? It's a festival oh, Burning in the Man. Desert. Oh, oh, okay. I thought I was talking about a literal man burning. I'm like, I don't know how that would create the earthquake. <laughs> Did you ever hear how Burning Man uh, started out? Mm-mm. Uh, I'll get the story a little bit bizarre here backwards, but uh, California guys had a bad year and all like, I think five or seven guys showed up and they made a statue of a man and it just burned him on the beach. And that became, and that was the theory of the kind of starting over. And they had the, their stimulus and their drugs and stuff. Next year they showed up and like 20 people showed up. <laughs> it kind of went from there. And really? uh, they, it got so big on the beach in California, they couldn't have it anymore. So that's when, uh, Whatever the salt flats, wherever the hell they have it over there at the, uh, at the, uh, at that uh, desert there, and they uh, they throw the big party there every year, and uh, they're called burners. You know, you can't you can't go there if you go there, you're called a burner, and you can't even rent cars and stuff because any vehicle that goes on the grounds essentially goes to the dunk- junkyard when you bring it off there. Really? Yeah, because all the all the uh, the uh, the soil is really a. Uh, I didn't look up the Burning Man soil. You can Google that one, but uh, yeah, it's uh, highly corrosive to undercarriages and essentially to destroy any RVs or anything you take over there. Huh. What what causes that? Does it, do you know? Uh, I, I it's uh, just corrosive steel. I'm not sure what if it's it's more than salt. There's salt and some other uh, I don't know what's there. What if, what other chemicals in the in the ground there? But it's just naturally occurring. But it just rots the vehicles from the inside out. So uh, they won't rent the burners. Uh, so a lot of people try to get in Florida and stuff, and they'll rent an RV and say they're going to, you know, New Mexico or whatever, but they'll slip into Burning Man. Uh, a lot of po- insurance policies won't cover it. And, uh, it's called Black Rock Desert, northwestern what, Nevada. Is it talking about what, what the uh, chemistry looking, of the soils are there? I'm trying to figure that out now. I'm trying to see if someone... Yeah, I'm just going to Google Burning Man and see what these see what, see, click images yeah. see what shows up. Yeah, my, my, my Nevada geology is a little bit off. Yeah, I'm telling you. Um, dude, all these pictures, it looks like Mad Max. Oh, yeah, it's it's full on. You, you dress you dress up. It's kind of like a, a Key West uh, a Fantasy Fest. You just dress up whatever makes your inner bird spirit fly. <laughs> and then you... And then you you've, Munch on more acid than Molly anybody's ever had in their life, and you spend uh, that many days out there. And you got to have air conditioning because it's you go to bed at night, it's cold. You know, you wake up at 140 degrees, you bake till the sun drops, and then uh, drop more acid and start over again. I wonder. Oh yeah, group sex. If I forgot to mention that. Really? Let's do a podcast. Let's let's, <laughs> let's go. Can you imagine? So essentially, it's it's uh, volcanic volcanic rock and limestone is the primary 
limestone uh, materials, and then uh, basalt flows, which I don't know if that's just somebody saying that or if that's part of that. Uh, huh? That's interesting. Anyways, yeah, it's a highly, highly corrosive uh, lime rock is uh, breaks down iron and stuff. So your undercarriages just get rotted out of vehicles. Dave, you never you never been to Burning Man, right? I've uh, been invited. I just haven't been able to pull it off. It wasn't until recent that I could probably do it. And then I had kids, and I'm not allowed with kids. Yeah. Yeah, probably highly highly frowned upon. <laughs> Can you imagine? Interesting. I wonder. I don't like. Is it it's, so? It's just in the desert, like we're out in the middle of the flats. Yeah, baking the sun. Not a tree for a hundred miles. And is there like DJs and stuff, or what? Yeah, yeah, they build the great big uh, Burning Man tower. They light on fire. There was a guy recently that ran into the fire and burnt death uh, on purpose. Oh, jeez, um, I'm, I'm I'm much acid, but yeah. Um, so it's not just like people hanging on the fire. There's, you know, a hundred thousand, seventy thousand, you know, a large number of people head there. And uh, yeah, it's all heavily drug, drug participating, um, fans of the fun. Interesting. Jonathan, how much would I have to pay you for you to go there? Um, at the current state of my life, a lot of money. Back seven years ago, I would have gone for free. Mm. Um, yeah, I probably wouldn't go anymore. It's not a desire of mine to do that kind of stuff anymore. But can you imagine like the bathroom situation? The porta potties baking in the freaking desert. Yeah, most of us at an EDM concert just piss on the ground or take a dump in the corner, so it's not really a big problem. Oof. That's, that's normal, right? Uh, <laughs> no. Hunter's no rules, I guess. That's rules. just you, Jonathan. No one else. Wait, that was, wait, that was my thing? <laughs> I thought we that was a casual this. thing. We covered that. That's why the bars didn't like me. <laughs> just oh, gets to a bar <laughs> corner. <laughs> oh goodness! Pulls another, pulls another youth youth camp retreat scenario. Oh, yeah, little, little Papa Squat trick. Oh, dude! Oh man, I forgot what I was gonna say now. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, kind of like Burning Man today. I went to uh, a. Uh, a uh, Gator Country Molly Hatchet concert. You guys heard of or ever recall Molly Hatchet in your days? No. Mm-mm. Oh my God! It was uh, they're Jacksonville, Florida band. Uh, they started just after Skinner, I believe. Um, but there's uh, Molly Hatchet, Leonard Skinner, uh, Limp Biscuit, uh, Thirty Eight Special, and one I always forget. Uh, I saw those guys on on Friday. Uh, anyways, fantastic concert. Molly Hatchet came out, rocked the day. Uh, flirting with disaster, Gator Country, uh, Dreams, fantastic show. So, oh, any, any, Molly, any Molly Hatchet fans out there? Shout out to you, the great <laughs> Molly Hatchet. The, the one listeners. I love Molly Hatchet. That's, those are my people, <laughs> my boys. He's like, I'm listening to him right now. <laughs> These guys are awesome. Oh gosh. To go back to what we were saying, because I thought of one more thing, Dave. Weren't you telling me one time about a bar where people would pee at the bar like yeah my bar 
Oh, that was <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was Jonathan's a bartender. Like finally, <laughs> thank people you. Feel- I knew- Place I could call home. <laughs> People urinating on both sides of the bar, bartenders and patrons. <laughs> oh my god! Well, at, least the, at least the bartender's piss got reused. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> what would you like? Yeah. I would That's like extra yellow can't. asparagus <laughs> on the rocks, please. <laughs> yeah, at, the end, at the end of the night, it'd be just water flowing from the bar, and guys would just be ordering <laughs> drinks up there, but they just unzip, unzip it, and let the hog drip, you know, and. uh and pressure wash it back at a bar, and and just uh, nobody would notice because it was so much piss and water and beer scat and puke and everything else that it was just a. Uh, How know. could you be there? Did it not smell terrible? At the end of the night, they'd come out in the shop back, suck it up, and grab the mop, wait the piss around, and get ready for the night shift. Yeah, honestly, enough shots you wouldn't smell much of anything. Yes. Yeah, in the basement, it would just rain because in the basement we kept all the all the kegs and stuff. It would just rain down in the oh, basement. No, the oh the gosh, oh yeah, true story. Oh, what was the bar called? I uh, might not want to say that now. But, uh, <laughs> okay. one, of my, one of my Potsdam, New York favorite college bars of all time. Gosh, yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, this was all that was a fictional story, we, guys. For we, those who are listening, we go back, dude. Yeah. It's a nice swanky place. We all just whip out our cocks on the bar. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you guys doing? Oh, we don't time. Here anymore. <laughs> this is why we can't have nice things, guys. Exactly. <laughs> we're just like we're surprised that they think it's weird. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> That's where the bathroom incident happens. <laughs> oh man. Oh. Dude, that's so oh, you're stuff. you're talking about the uh, circus bathroom accident? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's at that bar. <laughs> you see a guy come out the back. Yeah, we're getting in trouble. He's chewing on the mint from the urinal. Yeah, guys. <laughs> that stuff here. <laughs> hey, you guys, you guys all, uh, you guys, are, this is a pretty good story. We're, we used to get, we call it team pitchers, but you get like three guys on a pitcher, like a gallon of pitcher. First guy drinks it, second guy drinks it, third guy's got a hammer, right? So by the time he's the third guy, hopefully you did your Thursdays because the anchor man's got to hammer it all down. So I was always anchor man because whenever you're racing teams, I could usually guzzle the beer. And uh, my buddy, num- number two guy, ch- my boy Charlie, as he's gug- uh, drinking a beer, he actually can't do it and he throws up in the in the pitcher. Oh, oh no! Don't but he hands it to you finished it. He hands it to me and I and it's a race and I chug I chugged the hot dogs and all. Oh, and, um, Dave, I'm so proud of you. I cannot believe you did that. <laughs> This is where, because then I know I'm going to get sick. So I head into this bathroom because the place has like one bathroom, one urinal. So I walk in there and I'm like, oh, I got to get sick. So I got my whole hand down my throat, right? Because you got a puke. And it's not, there's not nothing about piss and glass all over this bathroom. It's the nastiest. Think of, think of like the worst place on earth. I'm standing in this glass pit of piss and puke and everything else. I'm trying to puke into the urinal. I got my whole hand down my throat and I can't do it. Finally, I feel it coming. As I come forward to puke, I hit my head on that big chrome knob on top of the toilet. The, the, the oh, Knock myself fucking cold into the piss and glass <laughs> and lay there and puked on myself. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, Got God. up, somebody like helped me up out of the glass, wake me off, brush the puke off my face, and uh, back out for more teen pictures. Oh, jeez, uh, yeah. dude. Yeah, the, <laughs> I, I don't have any stories like that, but I, I have one. So, um, 
this was, I, I don't know why we decided to do this, but the, uh, one of my buddies uh, was a huge, you know, UFC fan. And he knew, I don't remember who it was. It was, you know, a while back, but he knew the, that he was related or was like really close to one of the fighters that finally made it to the, you know, the big times. And so we were going to watch, you know, the game live at um, Buffalo Wild Wings. And um, that was our original plan. But this guy's like, no, dude, my brother's got a party. He's planning it. Uh, we're going to go down to his place. And he lived on like the, the backside of uh, Columbia. So it was roughly like two and a half, almost three hours away. And so we're like, all right, whatever. So we'll, we'll get down there. I drove. I had a 91 uh, Honda Accord. It got good gas miles. We squeezed uh, five guys into that. And uh, we drove down, you know, to watch the game. So we get down there. And for whatever reason, there was some sort of poor communication or what I would call zero communication with this brother. And we get down there and he's having, you know, a fight with his wife. And so he's told he can't watch the game at the house. And so he piles into the court. Now we've got six dudes in the court that can only hold four. And we drive to Buffalo Wild Wings. Now, the part of the story I didn't tell you yet is we lived 15 minutes from the Buffalo Wild Wings here in the South Carolina region that we lived in, Greenville. And uh, it would have cost us no gas to get there. So now I'm pissed. I'm like, this is absolutely ridiculous. Um, so we go and we watch the game. It was over in like seconds. It was one of the worst fights we ever saw. I mean, the person we went to see win one, um, but it was over. So like now we're sitting at the Buffalo Wild Wings waiting for our food to come. We eat. So I'm pissed at this guy. And uh, we have to drive all the way back. So I told him he had to pay for gas. So I made him pay for gas. He pays for the gas. Uh, and... You know, this is back in the day. I get stoned and we're driving back. We're doing like 90 uh, down down the highway to get back home. Now it's late at night at this point. And it's me and my buddy in the front and then uh, three dudes, you know, in the back. And so he, he, after paying for gas, passes out. And I'm like, we're doing 90, 95 in this Honda, which had no hood on it, by the way. That's just another fun detail to the car. <laughs> and my buddy's like laid up in the dash, who's also stoned out of his mind. And he's like staring off in the windshield. And he keeps like turning and looking at me. He goes, dude, the faster you go, the more it looks like space, which is like not something you should tell the guy that's driving who's also stoned. So I kept going faster. So we, 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 we're about halfway home. We got probably an hour and a half to go. And my tire pops, front, front right tire pops. Jesus. Oh, no. <laughs> so we, uh, like, we swerve a little bit. And there's not really a lot of people on the road at this hour. And so we get off to the side of the road. And we're like, I have no spare tire. Got no way to get it fixed. Um, and we, uh, we call a buddy who, you know, was back at, back at home, call him. He's like, yeah, I can come get you. We told him the situation, tell him there's five of us. He shows up in a 2016 or 2015, whatever the newest one at the time was, um, uh, Mustang. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, we couldn't, we already couldn't fit in the Honda. Well, now you're expected to fit in this. So my solution was, because I hated this guy that made me drive all the way three hours to watch the game. We could have watched, you know, 15 minutes from my house. I made him get in the trunk. <laughs> nice. So here we, here we are on the side of 85, shoving this man in the trunk. He's six foot, like, seven. And everybody else climbs in the Mustang. Now we're driving back home. He went an hour and a half in the trunk. So we get home and we open the trunk and he's not moving. We think, like, we think he's dead. Like... <laughs> So we pull him out of the, yeah, we pull him out of the trunk. He was, he was drank a lot. So like, he also was not really sober minded at any, you know, on any level. So we pull him out of the trunk and 
like he's just not waking up on us, but he's breathing. We can see his, like he's breathing. We knew he wasn't dead at this point. And so uh, the guys are like, well, what do we do now? I was like, I got it. So I whip it out, dude. And I just start peeing all over him. <laughs> <laughs> so the next morning, this man wakes up and he can't remember hardly anything. <laughs> he's, he's like, man, what happened last night? I don't feel so good. And why do I, I smell like piss. I pee on myself. <laughs> uh, we, we just died laughing. We never told them, but uh, that's the closest I've got to a, someone, you know, eating somebody else's throw up. But uh, yeah, that's, that was a good fun time for me. And that's pretty you know, all the boys, all the boys appreciated that one. Uh, but have a party. Dude, I got, <laughs> I got one. I, I wish we did locked horns back in the 90s there. That's, that was a good time. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. <laughs> so, this was, uh, this was a while back. Um, I was with I was at Parks, my buddy, uh, my buddy Parks, and we're in we're in Gainesville, which is uh, a college about an hour fifteen away, and we hang out, go to the bars, you know, have a good time, bar shut down, we leave, we go back to my truck, um, sleep it off in the truck, drive home. Um, that's the plan. So, but we have a six pack in the truck. So we're sitting there, we cracked it open, and we're, you know, drinking a couple beers by the truck, turn up the music, you know, dancing, being goofballs. And we see a group of people walk by, and we're like, oh, we're, you know, give them a beer. Where are you guys headed? Oh, we're headed down to uh, to wherever. Um, uh, there's, like, an after party, and we're like, oh, well, can we come? They're like, yeah, yeah. So, we, so we're walking along. turns out that they didn't have a party, and about two blocks down, they're like, yeah. So we're just going to go back and, like, crash our place. Sorry, you know, drag you guys out here. And we're like, oh, you know, that sucks. So, but a situation starts to evolve, like, next to us. There's there's me and him. We're, like, starting to walk back to the truck. And we notice, we notice a bunch of people are trying to, like, carry this guy. And we're like, oh, you know, interesting. So we walk over. And there's this dude that's, like, for all appearances, completely dead. Like, He's breathing, but like passed out completely, and and a group of people had stopped because he was passed out on the front lawn of a church, and this is this is a Saturday night, by the way, and and they're trying to get him t- into an Uber. They called an Uber, and I was like, "Does he like who, who's friends with them? Does anybody know him? Like literally, we have no idea who he is. Like we're not friends with them. We just called an Uber for him. I'm like, dude, the guy can't talk. Like, how's he gonna tell the Uber driver where to go? So the Uber gets here and they decide to like, you know, one, two people, one on each arm, two people, one on each leg. They're like, <laughs> like carrying this guy to the Uber and like they can't, he's a, you know, larger dude, so they can't really do it. So I start giving him a motivational speech of a lifetime, trying to wake him up from the dead. I'm like, listen, man, I need you to focus. I need you to go deep in your soul and bring together everything you have so you can get this Uber and go home. Like, just tell me your address. And nothing the guy the guy groans and and doesn't even move and so the uber driver's sitting there just completely perplexed that like what's happening i was like hey man like you should just leave like this guy's not like he he's not gonna help you out like he's not gonna pay you they they have no idea where he's going he's like all right i'm out so the uber driver leaves and so now we have this dude on the front lawn of a church that's passed out completely uh you know a group of people have no idea who he is his friends are nowhere and I came up with the idea. I was like, listen, let's just carry him to the steps of the church and just leave him there. Because in the morning when the, when the first person shows up, like they'll be able to help him. 
and there's not much else we can do for him. And so <laughs> we all grab a leg. We're like, all right. So we carry him after much debate and, and jokes. We carry him to the front of the church and leave him on the steps. And then we just, we dip after that. I think someone might've called an ambulance or something later, but I, <laughs> I was giggling. I was giggling and laughing so hard, just picturing like the, <laughs> the Sunday morning, like it was the old timey Catholic, nice church. Just picturing the people showing up for Sunday service, bro. And there's just a, a dude passed out on the steps. No idea where he is. And they have to, like, step over his body just getting to Sunday service. And I thought that was about the funniest thing that, that, could, that could possibly happen. Now, here's the bad news to that story. I don't know how it is where you were at, but most places or most states, um, it's actually, like, not tolerated or even legal for homeless people to crash at church steps. Not that the church doesn't allow, but like the, the state and the city doesn't allow it usually. And so more than likely what would happen as the officer did his going for the night is he arrested the man <laughs> for being drunk on the front too. steps. <laughs> I told you that's, that's a high, high possibility. Doesn't mean it happened, but <laughs> <laughs> oh no dude oh, i thought it was the best guy. idea i've ever had just believe them like i'm thinking like old time like you know when a, a town gets raided and everyone goes to the church for sanctuary i was like this dude needs some sanctuary right now he'll be safe <laughs> on the steps of the church he wakes up in the holding cell and he's like a man told me something about an uber how did i end up here <laughs> <laughs> i got videos of it too dude so let's just That's hear in this guy the steps of the church. And this is all hypothetical. This didn't really happen, of course. But Yeah, um, no, yeah. I, I knew a guy about like that similar story. Yeah. Dude, it was, it, was, it was the weirdest, funniest ending to the night possible. Oh, gosh. So did you, did you take up the challenge uh, from last week? <laughs> Dude, every urinal I saw in the bathroom, I thought about doing it. So you, you didn't do it? No, I did it in a – you know the little – you know the little porta potty urinals? Yeah. So I was on a run on base. I was doing like a six miler and I dude it hit me bad. And I was like, the Lord always just provides with bathrooms for me when I have to go. And I'm I'm nowhere near the regular bathrooms I use. And I look around desperately, like looking for a tree or like somewhere I can cause it's not, dude, I'm not holding it. You know, those 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 run shits. And I see a porta potty and I'm like, Oh, all right, fine. You know, it's my only option. Actually, the cleanest porta potty I've ever been in my life. I don't think anybody had used it. It must have just been put there. And you know how the, like the porta potties have like the seat and then like the little urinal to to like to the right to the side. And so I shut the door in the porta potty. I'm looking. I'm like, well, this is my opportunity. Um, so pants down to the ankles, boys. That's what I went with. And then I turned around and I like did the old tuck, you know. And <laughs> I, dude, I. I I straight missed the, the, the yeah. urinal for the first like five seconds. And I didn't know I was missing until I looked down on my shoes and there's like piss on the floor. And so, yeah, at the end of the day, I ruined a perfectly good porta potty, uh, <laughs> but it's not effective at all. I don't, this guy must've practiced this. Like uh, he had to, he was a trained professional sit pisser at the urinal had to be there's no it was it was it was difficult it wasn't easy so the one the one that i can use i didn't actually do it i totally forgot because i was so busy all week i remembered uh saturday um but i had gabe with me so i wasn't about to sit on the urinal with him watching because then he would think that that's the norm 
Um, but uh, it, it's possible at the one at our work because it's like a old school style. So it's basically like a, a bowl, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, on the on the side of the wall. So it, it's definitely doable. Um, I'll probably go full cheeks pressed against. The only problem is the water is definitely closer. So like I'm, you know, I'm gonna get at least you know a little chill for sure. Dude, I don't want I don't want to put my cheeks against a urinal. Uh, well, I wash it. I mean, it's in our work bathroom, so I can clean it myself. Like, uh, I'll prepare. I'm gonna make it nice, and I'll probably have some candle lights burning and <laughs> nice little music. environment for yourself. <laughs> yeah. yourself right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dave, I'll I know you've me. got some hilarious uh, <laughs> pissing in public stories, probably in your locker. <laughs> uh, I use just just uh one of my favorites was to walk in, you know, the men's journals four or five deep, you know. Yeah. Everybody's sitting there staring at the wall, and the one there's look at the neighbor next to him. Uh, I just come right in there and just drop my pants right to my ankles, like I'm, <laughs> like, 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 I'm like I'm two years old and just piss there with my butt. <laughs> just, 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 just the look of like people look at like, dude, that guy's just fucking buck. Oh wait, you do, you do it when you go to piss, or you just walk in and wait in line with your pants at your ankle? Oh, yeah, no, no, everybody's <laughs> wait, wait in line, but when you get up there, it's like a kid, but you sit there just whipping out, you just, just ankle them all, just ankle everything, belt and all, right to your ankles, so you just buck, but your ass is hanging out. There's guys in line waiting for the urinal, looking at you, and you sit there pissed like your tears all like, hey, how you guys doing? Like, it's, like, like it's how you piss. It'd be it's, the uh, best would be to just to do that, like while you're waiting in line, like in preparation. <laughs> Just, just drop your hands away. Dude, I That's got a bad sure. habit of uh, whipping it out too early. It's like you walk in the door and the urinal's like over there. It takes like five steps and like whipping it out in anticipation. And so basically just effectively flashing every everybody that's in there as I walk to the urinal. I've done that before, dude. I was walking in the mall and, you know, knew I had to go to the bathroom, immediately whipped it out down the hall to get to the bathroom. <laughs> Just you imagine being that prematurely early. <laughs> you got a foot in the bathroom. <laughs> hey, good to see you, kids. Everybody has your ball. Oh, hey, everybody. I'm about to pee. <laughs> the old premature hall walk, dude. Oh, dude. It happens to the best of us, man. See, I, I love I love the bathroom conversation. I'm that guy that like says something super random. So we we literally just went to a, a little concert, uh, my brother and a buddy of mine. Uh, over the weekend it was friday night we all go into the qt gas station and uh, there was a guy already at one stall my brother was at, at the other stall and my buddy walked into the sitter there was another guy in the other sitter and then uh i was in the middle and i just look over at my brother and i'm like yeah good day for a piss huh <laughs> and uh, then it's like super quiet like the dude that was blowing chunks out dude just starts like clamps his cheeks like no one knew what to do and then finally all three of us at the same time just give a, a light chuckle. <laughs> <laughs> what would be the most unsettling thing to hear from someone? Like you're sitting in the stall, like the door opens, you see the feet to your left, walk up to your own. Besides the feet being the wrong way, like what you saw, Jonathan, what would be, like, what would be the most unsettling thing you could hear that person say? Oh, probably if I was to see those feet pointing that way, and then the next words out is "I'm bleeding again." That would probably be the <laughs> Ow, that, that actually hurt my soul. <laughs> yeah, that that would be pretty bad for sure. Dude, I've I've definitely heard converse. So the bathroom at my work is like people go there to like just like 
get away from the freaking like politics of the workspace. Um, and like, so they'll have conversations and the locker rooms attached, right. With all the lockers in the shower and whatever. And I've definitely been like on the toilet listening to conversations that prob they thought probably no one else could hear like between like higher ups or like whoever else, dude. And I, <laughs> there's, there's one time, dude, I was sitting there and I said, cause I can't see who it is, but I can kind of recognize the voices. And the guys talk, the guy starts talking about, um, basically how like a, he, a dude in his workplace was pissing him off but it got me thinking i was like dude they don't know who it is like it, next time i come in here and i'm talking to like one of my boys i'm gonna change my voice just a little bit and then i'm gonna be like you know remember that bag of kittens i found I, yeah <laughs> threw it away straight threw it away and just see if i hear any reaction from the stall and so next time sure enough i went in there and my boy my boy's in there and I was, and he knows I'm kidding. Cause he knows me, but I changed my voice a little bit. I was like, I was like, yeah, that bag of kittens I found, I finished the job, man. Just <laughs> tossed it away. And you know, we're snickering and we walk out and I hit a stall doors bang open, bro. And out comes freaking senior chief, big dog, like into the hallway, just fuming, bro. Looking for whoever said it. And I, I ducked into the hallway, but yeah, it's been, it's been an entertaining, thing for me to do at work wait what's i don't i don't get it what's wrong with killing a bag of kittens <laughs> oh the, the big chief is like a cat lover <laughs> yeah dude yeah the um I, I, we, I don't know why i can't, so I can't explain to you why this is a thing but it's a thing pretty much everybody around here uh we all call each other dad um oh that's the thing yeah my work too a lot yeah, so I'll answer the phone. It doesn't matter which which one of the boys it is. It's, Yo, what's up, Dad? And uh, a lot of times I'll start saying, like, I'm at work doing this. Yeah, what do you want, Dad? Like, Shut up. Shut up, man. Shut up. You're freaking so annoying. Can't stand you. Oh, I hate you, too. Bye. And, like, <laughs> the people I'm working, like, looking at me like, it's not my real dad. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, and I do it multiple times a day. One of the other things I do is, like, when someone calls my name, I say hello. And uh, <laughs> uh, I did this the other day at work, and the lady that's uh, there was like following me and this other guy around because she had asked me a question I didn't know it at the time. And we're me and the other guy, we're literally talking about work related things, got to set up shipping for them, blah blah the whole night. So I'm walking around the back side of the cubicle. She's on the front side of the cubicles now, and uh, she's like, "John," I'm like, "Hello," and she's like stops and like looks at the other guy and I can see her because I'm looking over the cubicles. Yeah. She's like, is he on the phone? I was like, nope. And uh, she goes, are you on the phone? I'm like, no. <laughs> what do you need? And uh, she goes, she puts her head down like she's like a scolded puppy and like walks around to my cubicle. Comes over to my cubicle and was like, are you on the phone? I'm like, no. She's like, <laughs> well, why did you say hello? I was like, because you called me. <laughs> She was so defeated. She didn't know how to respond to any of that. Dude, just so, doing things out of the norm is it's and, just, so and seeing people kind of realize that something it wasn't normal and then getting confused by it is probably my favorite thing ever. This is my favorite line. I use this one all the time. I was working late all this week, three, three, three out of five days this week. And uh, every time someone came over to me with a problem, like it didn't matter what the problem was, 
I'd always respond with, well, I'm scared now. <laughs> and finally, by like the end of the week, one of the guys goes, why, do you, why are you scared? And I was like, oh, I don't know. I just felt like it was appropriate to say it then. And he just starts laughing. He's like, why? I was like, I don't know. Well, I'm definitely scared now. <laughs> Dude, I was walking. I had a golden one the other day. I was walking into a, a store and like, you know, automatic doors slide open. And walked in. There's like there's like a like a lady and her kid behind me, and the door like you know automatically opened when I got close. I was like, "Wow, automatic doors, that's new." (laughs) (laughs) You ever ever held the automatic doors for someone? And and then I looked back to see what her 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 face, and it was just pure utter confusion, dude. Like, well, why does he think it's new that the doors are automatic? Did they used to not be? Like, what happened to these doors? And it was oh, it was gold, man. And then I, and then I was laughing hysterically. Oh, oh man, that's classic. That's classic. <laughs> wow, that's new. Talking about new, if you ever trying to find something new, the new hip thing that's in, swing into your local grocery store and stop down aisle fifty six, pick you up a bag of sweet meat, the best new flavor by Mountain Meat. <laughs> let's to get a quick plug in there. Let's dude, let's name, let's name, let's name the sweet the sweet meat just. Just like dudes' names, like <laughs> pick yourself up. Oh, a bag of yeah, each each bag of Mountain Meat is like a guy's name. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is the Kevin the 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 Kevin batch, dude. This <laughs> oh god, <laughs> Kevin. No, I'm, I can't even say. It. I'm not even gonna say it. <laughs> Daytona, oh. Daytona Dave's sweet meat. I looked already. Yeah, I'm telling you, dude. Oh man, that'd be good. That would that would be good. That's a good. That's classic. Oh man, I'm gonna. Don't worry. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have some sweet meat, uh, mountain meat, um, when I come down. So we're gonna definitely have actually, it on the pod. Are you actually gonna have oh, it on the pod? Yeah, oh, dude. dude. I'm so excited for this live pod, bro. It's gonna be. Amazing. I know. I know you, Lily. I know you're really confused about this. Buns and Udders is a real, actual company. It's no, LLC. it definitely should not be. It 100 is. But mountain meat is not LLC yet, but it's in the works, and it is a real product that I currently make in my house, like. It is not a fake thing. Uh, it is one hundred like myself, and uh, <laughs> it's going to be in your mouth when I come down there. So. <laughs> oh, Dave, are you are you going to move in your house as soon as you still working that plan on getting the the back bedroom fixed? Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll like to get that uh, that back the second secondary house fixed up first, and then move into that. And that's going to be cool, man. It's gonna you think be- it'll be ready for the pod? Is it going to be ready for the live stream? Uh, we, we've got a good six months on it here, but uh, so probably not. But dang it, you guys are always welcome at my house. Come on in here. I got another house down the road. Trash we'll probably we'll there. probably do it at we'll probably do it at Stroops around the table. Or D- Dave, you think you can make it out Stroops for the for the live pod? Sure. Uh, when is it? Is it? Uh, what day was it? Week of is it the eighteenth? Is it that weekend? I think that's the weekend. Okay. Wait, hold on. Let me look it up. I can't. Pull it up on the calendar. I usually use because it's not with me. Oh, let's see. Maybe we can all go to a public restroom and just do weird stuff in it. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't like how that sounded. <laughs> we, don't, we, don't, we already do that. Well, yeah, we're we're going to be filming a podcast. I don't know what you thought we were filming. Well, before the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> 
we can actually be... pull off uh, a circus bathroom incident and see the reactions. What if we did that and then took one screenshot picture, like a cap captured picture, and like that's the profile picture for our podcast? <laughs> that would be very appropriate. The circus freaks in the bathroom. Dude. Um, oh, that would be a great be... podcast name, Circus Freaks in the Bathroom. It's going to be right. March 20th. The only thing about doing it at Stroop's house is I don't know how that layout's going to work with my boys being asleep and us being able to have fun and not being. I mean, we can do it. We can do it whenever. We can do it at my place, too. It don't matter. I mean, we can. I, I won't have. There won't, won't be a problem with driving out the days. I mean, unless okay. there's a problem with you. I'm not leaving until the next day. Like, we won't leave until about noon. Yeah, we can roll out to Dave's and do it there. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I'll, we'll have the Mountain Meat product. We'll have, you know, our choice drink. Should um, we do it naked? No? Just me? Okay. Uh, I, I'm totally in. No, yeah. I, I was talking. I just had my mouth closed. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that'd be naked. fun, man. We'll get to pick up our drinks that we like and freaking get a couple cigars yeah hopefully uh, it depends on if i'll be able to do this i'm gonna try to pull it off we'll, we'll be able to have buns and others cater it as well um but that was gonna be a little bit more difficult for me to do because i have to cook down there and i won't have access to my smoker and different things but if i can pull that off too i will so you know we'll be fully sponsored uh fully decked out if i can i'll find enough of my buns and other shirt so we can all be wearing one um, oh yeah, perfect. So it's gonna be a good time no matter what. It's beautiful, but I like it. We can. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we forget to press record. <laughs> oh, yeah, we, we have the whole thing. We did the whole thing. No recording. No video. <laughs> no evidence. And there's no proof it happened. Nothing to publish the next day. Dude, how many people? Are, you think we get uh, LaDrake on it? Should we? Should we have like the whole? Dude, well, let's let's see, what, what episode? This is episode eight. What's today's date? The We're in February still. So, the 27th. Yeah, today's the 27th, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, okay. So, we got one. Dude, that'll be episode 10. We could technically call the 10th episode the finale of season one. I like it. And have we can just have everybody that's been on the pod on there. I like it, dude. Let's do it. Yeah, that'd be crazy. And then we'll just start season two. Right after we only only have a break between seasons. We just go straight into season two next year. <laughs> what, what's the point of doing seasons? I don't really know, but I know all the cool people do it. So, like, of course, we're trendy and we want to follow the trends. So, yeah, yeah, I'm down, dude. dude so here's here's the thing. I, I heard this the other day, and I just want to make sure it's true. Like, obviously, everybody takes a crap in the shower when they're showering, but of course. <laughs> Are you are you waffle stomping it down the drain or are you launching it over the wall into the toilet? <laughs> Dude, that's that's so you guys know Andre the Giant, right? You've heard of him? Dude from Princess. Oh, yeah. So he was too big to fit before. on regular toilets. And so I was listening to a guy that used to wrestle with him talk about like traveling around doing events and he would have to go in the bathtub. Like he would have to he would have to sit down in the bathtub and just <laughs> freaking like blow up the bathtub and just let the water run it down. But can you imagine being too big for regular toilets? How annoying that would be. I mean, it's pretty annoying for me already. <laughs> Jesus, this is a different reason, but <laughs> did, ever, did you ever hear? I, about I never that? heard that. Sorry. 
Did you, Dave? Did I ever tell the story? So one of uh, one of the girls that was in uh, friends with, uh, friends with Corbin Ariana down here. She, uh, her name was Sarah, I think was her name. She, she worked at a nursing home, and she was telling she was telling the group a story about how, she, like, obviously they have to help the old dudes go to the bathroom, right? And he was sitting down, um, and she he was like all done, and she like flushed before he stood up for him and he goes oh 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 no oh no oh no and he, she, his balls were hanging so low that they got flushed down like they were like <laughs> swirling his balls and i just can't imagine balls hanging that low but i look forward to it honestly here's the thing like that doesn't make any sense like what what kind of toilet does this person have that it has enough force to suck this man through the drain by his testicles like i want that toilet you know like I take a half a deuce and, and clog mine. Like this guy got pulled from his feet by his balls from this toilet. I wanted in my house. Okay, <laughs> can you imagine? Uh-oh. <laughs> you hear one day, honey, honey, help! <laughs> she comes running into the bathroom. All that's left is your hands and your feet and a little bit of your beard hair, and you're like. Sucked down this toilet because of the massive force. That's <laughs> scary, man. Oh, man. That would be the worst nightmare. It's late one morning. You get up to take a midnight piss. You get sucked down into it. <laughs> Bro, that's like, what's that movie where the, the, they get flushed down the toilet. There's like a whole world down there. Honey, Genius, I Ninja Turtles? I have no idea. Oh, yeah. I'm, I might have lost two there. Maybe it is Ninja Turtles. I thought it was like a... Maybe I'm confusing movies. I thought it was a robot movie. John, have you seen... Uh, separate now, have you seen the new trailer for Lord of the Rings, the TV series that's coming out? No. What? What? What is this coming out? What is this? Who's, <laughs> what? who's making it? Who's making that? It's on Amazon Prime. It's going to be... I, I can't remember really? the release date, but it's it's like when... You remember when they made the Rings of Power game to a bunch of people? It's gonna be like that. Yeah. That time. Oh, oh, the beginning story. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. cool. You haven't seen the trailer for it yet? No, I have not. I'll have oh, to you look it. Check it out. I still need to. I need to save up three bucks so I can watch uh, that. Um, what was that? Homosexual Mountain movie. Deliverance. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mountain meat. You can't sell mountain meat without watching Deliverance. I mean, seriously. I'm gonna be eating a whole bag of my mountain meat, sweet meat by mountain meat, uh, <laughs> while I watch Deliverance. <laughs> Ned, 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 Ned Beatty gets it. Uh, Gets raped by some uh, backwoods hillbillies in the middle of trying to fight down a mountain river. It's pretty cool. You know what's crazy is that that's like actually happened to, to people. Like, can you imagine being in that scenario? Prison. Pri- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some people's backyards. I mean, it's not that uncommon, you know? Yeah. It's pretty messed up. Here, here's this. Here, let's we'll end with this. Here's the scenario that used to be talked about in our circle of friends. Is there, and we we can all answer this, but is there a one singular person in the world big enough and strong enough to fully manhandle you and take you as their own while you're fully conscious and fully aware? Oh, one hundred percent, dude. Anybody that knows jujitsu could rape you easily no like you're fully conscious and fully aware the whole time like you have the ability to use your energy any way you want yeah dude you, well oh so he's not allowed to choke you out 
Mm, no, he's not allowed to pass you out or knock you unconscious. Oh yeah, it's so it's still be very very doable. Dave, you back me up on this one or no? I think he dropped off. Someone dropped off. Oh, I think it was Dave. Um, but I'm saying no, dude. Dude, it's 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 very possible. No, dude, because at the end of the day, I mean, I'm using all my energy at worst case if this is somehow possible. That I, it's, think, think, I'm talking, think about your strength. It does not matter, bro. You get both your hands locked up, and there's definitely ways to do that. And you can't, you're on your back, you're spread out. You can't, you can't, you can't roll over. You can't fight. All you can do is kick your your feet but even then that's going to be that's going to be you know held down with one leg yeah 100 percent, it's doable listen i mean i'm still saying no dave dave uh texted and said podcast drop take me as your own <laughs> <laughs> but um i'm saying no dude it's not possible and here's why like one because i know how i dress for, for one two i'm also a big guy Three, I would like to think I'm strong. I'm not the strongest. I get that. But if you're not able to choke me out, knock me out, pass me out, or drug me, I'm using my energy. You, you've got to somehow get me in such a position, in such a way, while using your strength that I'm also fighting and resisting against. Then you have to somehow tear my denim jeans through my boxers and rip them off my body, which I have a leather belt on always. And while all this is going on, so you're only able to really use one hand in your legs at best, and that's if you get me into that position to do so. You want and me, I don't worry. You want me to break down exactly how I do it? I mean, <laughs> break, let's break it down. All right. Here's what would happen, man. So, do I have a time period for this? Like, do I have a time limit for, for like, like I have to be able to do it within five minutes, or like, what's the what's the limit? I mean, I, I mean, if this person one wanted to first of all if you if you were walking up to me and like i'm the man you looked at that was like yeah that's the one i want <laughs> that's bad enough as it but let's just say you had an unlimited amount of time again okay. yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying i'm not saying that there aren't people that this could happen to i'm talking about you you saying it about yourself yeah you I, well yourself. i i could do it to you john Here's how here's how it would happen, right? I'm not saying voluntarily. I wouldn't. No. We're not talking about people that you would, you know that would let you do it. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like you'd be fighting me as hard as you can. Here's what you do: I'd take you down, I'd get on your back, I'd Dagestani handcuff one arm, I'd seatbelt you, um, I would put my legs. I'd get either a body lock or I would. Uh, it's called a great binding of legs. So your legs are spread. You're on. I'm. I'm on my back and you're like on my, your back is on my stomach. Right. And I've got both your arms controlled with one of my arms. I can reach down because you can't punch me. You can, you can fight my arm while I'm reaching down to yank your pants off, but that's about all you can do. And that's not going to, you know, that you're not going to be able to even do that for very long. Um, Take your pants off. And then at that point you're, you're completely helpless and I'm on your back. It's it's game over, dude. Okay, so here's here's a couple problems with the scenario. One, what what, what was I doing? Smacking my chest with my hand the whole time you were coming after me, and like you just monkey grabbed me and went around my back. No, I did. Somehow. I did. A, I did a takedown. And I did nothing. You you're not really going to be able to stop it. All right, all right. And then here's the other thing. Where I mean, did the you hand can get a swing, from? but as soon as I get my hands on you, it's game over. Where did your handcuffs come from? I want to know that too. 
what handcuffs? No, I said Dagestan. It, that is a, it's a, it's a, basically I'm like, I got your back. My legs are wrapped around you and then around your own legs. So spreading you out. So you can't, you can't roll, you can't move. Like you, you basically fight me with your like ability to like twist, but I've got my arm wrapped around your neck. So you have to fight. You have to, you have to remove that constraint before you can roll or move. And then, so both your arms are occupied trying to remove my one arm and then the other, the other arm's free to take your pants off and, and find the spot. Mm. Yeah. I'm still saying no. And here's why. Okay. Uh, so I got a buddy who did some wrestling, some jitsu, jujitsu and a bunch of them actually. And one of the things that I have, I'm not good at rolling and I'm not good at like taking people to the ground. It's one of, one of the fighting styles I never got involved in. Um, but one thing I do know is how to keep my neck from being gotten. It's one of the things that like the guys all like try to do. And these guys are one of the guys that I wrestled. He's like, he wins every time, but he couldn't get my neck. He never well, you don't, I don't have to get your neck. I, you, you no, can, it's true. I could not even be around your neck. I could be on your jaw. That I mean, that's just as painful. Um, could be. But, yes. Uh, oh, am I allowed to break any of your limbs before I do this? No, because that's a part of the, okay, the whole thing. Okay, yeah, it'd be yeah. a challenge, but I, I think I, I think it'd be doable. And a, a person could do it to me too. That was that was better than me at jujitsu, hundred percent. I don't. I still don't think it's possible. Because here's the other thing: the last little bit of my energy is going to keep my 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 cheeks tight. <laughs> Just clenching. I'm talking Fort Knox clench. <laughs> You're not getting in, dude. You won't even be able to get a piece of paper in that bad boy. So that's for sure. You know, my final answer is, you know, at the end of the day, I never want to be in the situation where I have to defend myself in that way, but I still feel pretty good about it. The other thing is I know myself, I'm very psychopathic when it comes to my fighting style. And when I know, like when I'm in a fight, um, there are no rules. It's not like, Oh, we're following certain guidelines, certain rules. Uh, I've done some pretty insane things, you know, to people that have fought. Like one guy, literally he, he had the fight. He won. I mean, a headlock. I bit his arm so hard that I actually took flesh from it, and he <laughs> just released. chopped down um, on it. Dude, I took it. I took it all, man. I like ripped it, ripped it away. Um, I've done straight headbutts to the nuts. I mean, I'm talking all of it. I've, I was fighting a buddy one time. He again, dead rights. He would have won. I I literally lunged back so hard while with force from my head all the way from my feet that I fractured his jaw and three of his teeth. Um, so at the end of the day, dude, I'm doing whatever it takes. I don't care whatever what it, it takes. What, oh yeah. well, if I'm allowed to use small joint manipulation, then I mean, I, I can get a pretty decent finger hold. It'd be it'd be tough too. But then again, if you're not allowed to actually hurt the other person, then you're really limiting yourself. Yeah, so, it, it's yeah. it's one of those scenarios. Like yeah. at the end of the day, if, if I've decided if I've decided to to molest you, like at that point, I'm I'm definitely okay with breaking limbs. Exactly, and that's the, that's why the theory doesn't really make any yeah. sense. Because at the end of the day, like if someone looked at me and said, "I'm the prize that they want," yeah, I just have to come to the vending machine for them and this just be there. This has actually been the strangest and most <laughs> jacked up scenario I've ever had to dissect. Breakdown, yeah, it's it was bad. I don't remember how it came up. It came up a while back in our group, and I was like, <laughs> "Dude, that's stupid." It's like. It there's so many things that don't make sense of that, but I'm still saying no, uh, just for the little bit of pride I have left, you know. Yeah, uh, you, you might be right, man. If you're not allowed to hurt someone, you're kind of limited. 
It is true, yeah. I mean, and again, you're right. Like, if this person wanted to do that at that point, I don't think they're going to care about the positions yeah. or the, you know, the state of the body. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, if someone was looking at me as, like, their choice prize, uh, they're probably in a state of mind that's not that great. Yeah. Uh, anyways. <laughs> and I'm not, not that I'm not a good-looking man, because I am. It's just not the kind of man you want to go toe-to-toe with and just see if you can take advantage of them. <laughs> That's the last impression I give off as I walk around. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I think you're – I wouldn't say you're good-looking, man. I'd say you're just, like, cute, you know? (laughs) 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 But – Oh. Anyways. All right, brother. I need to to hop off here. Yeah, we lost Big Dave for the end, and, uh, you know, it worked out well. We that, would, we that sucks because I would want to know his his opinion. I'll ask him when I see him. Yeah, we'll find out. It'll come up at some point in the conversation, yeah. I'm sure. That's a pretty common topic. Yeah, it's your typical ur- urination story at the urinals, you know, like yeah. Hey, bud. <laughs> hey, man, you think you could rape me? <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'm I just was little... to see how, how people... Hey, is that one listener? Is he still listening? There's no way. Yeah, 100%. He's probably listening right now. Did you imagine? Oh, goodness. Yeah, insane. I mean, literally the only thing that he could be doing right now is either waiting to listen to the podcast or debunking other stupid theories about how it could be potentially a global earth. Like, those are the <laughs> I did. I, I picture. I picture him, dude, as like just quivering in excitement every Monday for our podcast to come out, and then being very disappointed when when it's the the same jokes, the same topics. And I'm like, why do I like this? <laughs> just keeps listening. We no, come to find out. One listener. I freaking love you, dude. Glad you listen listen to the podcast. <laughs> we we come to find out that this dude's like next level like highest <laughs> ranking officer of spe- some special forces <laughs> no dude i get it's probably a russian bot man it's not even real it's not real it's just a bot. <laughs> our one listener is putin <laughs> and he's just dying laughing he's like they accurately got it right about ukraine's war against us. <laughs> he's cracking up bro he's like, How did they I'm know? You, these people are vet- oh that was an indian accent oh god i'm not gonna try to do that again um <laughs> <laughs> like these people are very smart. <laughs> oh, goodness. He's like, <laughs> oh, he's sitting there behind a giant desk, just giggling. The head of Nas is sitting there, like, who the frick are these idiots? He's like, we've, there's there's people. These countries spend millions and millions of dollars on their spy services, their spy gear. And they can't hack our system to find out our plans, but these boys, <laughs> they get it head on the nail. <laughs> uh, oh, well, again, uh, there's nothing better in life than stopping into your local store and picking up you a bag of sweet meat. From nothing my- better in life. <laughs> <laughs> on your way home from the store while you're chomping down on some sweet meat from Mountain Meat, you pull into your local buns and other stop and you pick out a number 16 and you drive home and Bring it, up, bring it home to your family of 80 and feed them all. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, man. All right. 
Oh, don't, no. don't support your local uh, flat earth, you know, committee and keep the money. <laughs> committee. Committee. <laughs> Dude, we gotta end this. It's not gonna. It's not gonna get any better. It's gonna go. We're gonna, we're gonna keep going for a while. We right, end. We'll end it with this one funny joke. Right. What do you call something flat? <laughs> Earth. Yes. yes. <laughs> <You> got it. <laughs> All right, big dog. Wait, wait, I got one. What do you? What do you okay. call something fake? Space. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to stop. We're done. What do you call a surprising man? A what? A surprising man. I don't know. Whoa, man. (laughs) Oh, that was bad. So bad, dude. Can we please end it? Thanks for listening to the experience. Don't forget to support Mount Meat and (laughs) Bunsen. Big shout out to and our the troops and and the and the troops. To, yeah, don't forget to support your troops of the Flat Earth Committee. Yep, <laughs> the uniform. <laughs> it's, it's just. Right. Oh yeah, we're done. Big uh, up as all. Right. Oh. Oh.